Hey, good evening, guys. How are you? It's me, Neil the Deal here, Boxing101TalkAndFight.com. I know it's Tuesday. We're a little running a little late, but uh, I didn't want to uh, have the show on Labor Day Monday. I guess it's kind of a tradition of mine, give uh, give all the laborers out there that work so hard all year a little bit of a break. You know, we should respect what they're doing for us. So uh, today we're going to do the Monday night, Boxing 101 on Tuesday. But uh, here we are, and I want to thank you for coming out, checking out all the uh, other hosts, all the other shows. And uh, the lights, the shares, the subscriptions, everything's been fantastic. I want to really uh, say thanks. So, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Let's get into it. Let's talk about last week's fights. Well, what was the big one? It was the World War II Battle of Britain. That would be Liam Smith versus Chris Eubank Jr. Now, I hope you guys were watching that fight. Uh, we were discussing it uh, on the panel last week. And everybody seemed to have a different opinion of what was happening. If you did watch the fight, wow, what an absolute across-the-board annihilation. Bada-boom, bada-bing. Eubanks Jr. showed up, showed us what he's all about, and absolutely laid the leather on him. Like, unbelievable. Poor Smith. I, I'm telling you guys, I felt bad for him. I kind of did. Apparently, he. Uh, we didn't hear about that till after the fight, of course. But, uh, you know. He should have been prepared. He wasn't prepared, and it showed. He did not have uh, – that was probably the worst outing I've ever seen him ever have. And then, again, that was probably the best outing I've ever seen uh, Chris Eubanks Jr. have. He basically schooled him in, in everything. It was like – he basically – Smith was like a sack of potatoes. He was just beaten like a rented mule. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it uh, that the domination that uh, Eubanks had, it was it was, it was – from start to finish, he worked off the jab, kept him uh, kept him at bay. He was using that double left with the uppercut. Amazing. The straight right was working. He had all his combination punches together. His trainer, uh, McIntyre, did a fantastic job. They had a fantastic game plan going in. And, again, they executed that plan. So I'm seeing, you know, he was uh, – McIntyre is uh, part of the Terrence Crawford team. I believe he is the trainer. But, uh, but yeah. He trained uh, Eubanks Jr. fantastically, and uh, man, did it ever show! And and boy, uh, Eubanks didn't have a scratch on him. Liam Smith looked like he just got thrown through a meat grinder. Man, it was like wow. So I don't know about this uh, number three. Say we call it World War Three, the Battle of Britain. I don't know if that's going to go down. Liam Smith might want to consider uh, maybe doing something else because that was that was just a complete and complete utter destruction. Uh, knockout, tenth round, TKO. Uh, and I had, I had Eubanks ahead on every round. I don't think Liam Smith won one round. So anybody out there who was, uh, you know, saying to me, oh, and this and that, I kept telling everybody, no, Eubanks, take Eubanks. I could see it in his eyes. I could see it in his training. I could see just the way his demeanor was, and uh, he proved it. So there you go. Eubanks Jr. took it down, and cha-ching, I nailed him with a good ding-dong. He was an underdog. We took him and won some money, so uh, hopefully you guys did too. All right, moving on on the uh, same card at the bottom there. We Last week we talked about Michaela Mayer. She uh, continued to pile up the wins. Uh, she racked up another one over her opponent in that 10-rounder right across the board. She swept the board 100 to 90 straight across, didn't lose a round. So, uh, bang, she got a win. That's another one. Cha-ching had her, so that worked out well. And uh, she's, uh, she's going to continue moving up to 147. She's looking for uh, – She's looking for Tasha Jonas. Everybody wants a piece of Tasha there at 147. So, and uh, Michaela's no uh, no different. So, 
I'm looking forward to that. I'd like to see her get up in that weight class. And uh, and I think she'll do well. I, she's a great fighter. I've always liked her. And, uh, I mean, she did have that one bleep. But uh, other than that, she's been pretty flawless. So good on her. She's uh, she, it, it was a great great display. Great display by Michaela. So uh, keep going, Michaela. Over here, talk and fight. We really, really are looking for you and, and pulling for you. So hope you talk and fight fans are too because she's, she's a heck of a woman's, uh, woman fighter. Really like her. All right, so that was last week's stuff. This week, got a couple of things. We're going to concentrate on uh, on one big, big fight, and that is going to be this weekend. It's Friday, September 8th, 2023, from the Lac Lemay Casino in Gatineau, Quebec, Canada. Gatineau, Quebec, one of my favorite spots. Anytime we needed a little bit of a late-night excitement, and we were up in that region when I was younger, we just uh, go over the border, hit Gatineau, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, that place... It's like a city that doesn't sleep. So it's going to be a great fight over there. The the the, the Quebec fighters are coming fast and furious. They have a really good program over there. They're really they're supporting the fight uh, big time. And this is this is no exception. They have a, a solid card, lots of Canadian content, and uh, we're going to go over uh, a couple of the fights that I'm looking at in the, in the Quebec there, Gatineau. First one is going to be the uh, 10 rounder in the super middleweight division. That's 168 pounds, 12 stone, 76.2 kilo. We're looking at uh, Christian Mbili, Mbili versus Demond Nicholson. Demond Nicholson. This is the headliner on the card, and uh, Mbili is 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 a really really interesting fighter. He uh, he was born in Cameroons. He moved from Cameroons to France, and from France he moved to Montreal, Canada. He fights out of Montreal, Canada. He's trained by uh, Mark Ramsey, who was uh, one of the Olympic coaches. Uh, he's got quite a number of uh, Canadian uh, fighters in his stable. He's a fantastic trainer. MM Billy is going to be a monster in this division, guys. Canelo, you better watch out, man, because this guy could probably couple more fights guys look out for him billy christian man he is on fire he's a super pressure fighter power in both hands he's got a great record i mean he works the ring he's got a super he uses every part of the ring and he's got a finish he, he he's a finishing fighter he can finish the fight when he knows you're injured or you're hurt he he just gets on you like he'll rip you to pieces that i'm billy so I'm looking forward to him having a huge fight. He's 28 years old. He's 24 and 0. He's got 20 wins by the way of knockout. Uh, he's 83% knockout ratio. He's got big rankings. He's ranked number one by the WBC, number three by Ring Magazine, number four by IBF, and number six by the WBO. He's also ranked the number seventh best super middleweight in the world. So, I'm telling you, this guy has got everything going for him. Uh, he's fighting a good fighter. Uh, Demond uh, Nicholson is a good fighter. He's 30 years old. He's out of the United States. He's 26, 5, and 1. Uh, he's got 22 wins by the way of knockout, 85% knockout ratio. So he's got power. I just don't think he's been up against the competition that Mbili has, uh, has been recently. And I just think... And Billy has a little more going for himself all around. And uh, he is at home. That'll give him the home home ice advantage, so to speak. Uh, home ring advantage. And I think they're going to go absolutely bananas. So 
Uh, I'd really like to be there. I wish I could be there. I'd love to see this fight. Uh, it's going to be on a broadcast on ESPN Plus in the United States. It's going to be streamed on ESPN Plus app if you're looking for that. And there is a Canadian uh, there is a Canadian footage. You'll have to look it up somewhere. I forget what it is, but uh, there is. It's not on uh, any regular stations, but you can find it out there. It's going to be uh, like I say, Mbili and uh, Nicholson out in, in Quebec. Yeah, no. So. There's no odds on the fight right now. I'm taking Mbili no matter what. I'm looking at uh, probably looking at maybe an eighth or ninth round TKO knockout, seventh, eighth, somewhere in there. I, I think he's just a little bit too much for uh, for Nicholson. Bigger fights, but at the end of the day, if Mbili comes out of there, I, I would think he's probably going to go after somebody like Caleb Plant. I mean, if uh, uh, Alvarez can take Plant out that fast, I, I don't know. Mbili should be able to take him out even faster. So, <clears throat> or maybe he doesn't, but that's somebody that he's probably going to be looking at if he can get past Nicholson, which I don't think there's going to be a big problem, guys. So check out that fight. The undercard's really good, too. We got another Canadian boy, one of my buddies there out of uh, Calgary, Alberta. really like him. Uh, Stevie Dragon Classic, uh, Claggett, sorry, Claggett. Steve, excellent Canadian kid. He's been around a long time. I really like the way he's, uh, you know, he, he was the NABF uh, title holder in that division. Great little fighter. I like him a lot. Uh, he's 35-7-2, and two, 25 uh, knockouts. So he's got some power. He's fighting a guy. Uh, his name is Carlos Aurelio Sanchez Valadez. Valadez, but they are just calling him Carlos Sanchez. So... He's 24 and one. He's got 19 KOs. He's uh, he's definitely most of his fights have been in Mexico, I believe, and uh, he's had a few recently in uh, in the United States and stuff. But uh, he's a good fighter. I I, mean, I don't think Claggett uh, should should uh, you know he's got he's got a, a fight coming at him. That's for sure because this guy's not going to lay down. There's no doubt about it. So I'm looking for that. Um, that fight should be great. There's a couple other things that I've been looking at recently. A uh, friend of mine out in Scotland, uh, JJ Ghost, Jay McFarlane, is again fighting for the Scottish Heavyweight Championship of the World. I believe it's on Saturday evening in Glasgow, Scotland. He's uh, he's going to be fighting a guy named Mohammed Salim, uh, who's he's five and zero with one KO. Mohammed and Jay's uh, fourteen and eight with five KOs. And uh, all the best to you, Jay. I hope you finally get that uh, World uh, Scottish Championship, Heavyweight Championship you've been looking for. I'll be rooting for you. I hope you get it, man. So uh, check that out if you guys can get a feed on that. Should be a good fight. JJ Ghost there in uh, Glasgow. Now, the last one that I'm thinking I'm going to talk about tonight. Excuse me. There's an eagerly awaited pro debut as well uh, on that fight uh the individual's name is moreno fendero fendero watch out for this guy this guy is a fantastic fighter fendero fantastic amateur career 150 fights uh he just recently signed with eye of the tiger which is out of montreal it's the uh, canadian promotional powerhouse that's been bringing in numbers and numbers of fighters in montreal i mean they just uh signed albert ramirez they also signed Eric Israelian and uh, Jan Robio, Robio, and I believe Robio might be on that that card in Quebec as well. Look out for him because Robio is going to be really good. 
Uh, but Fendero, amazing, amazing fighter. Uh, he, like I say, he moved he moved to to France and then to Toronto. Uh, he fought for France as an international amateur. He was in the Olympics. He did quite well in the Olympics, and he's recently moved again. Uh, you know, not recently, but not too far past uh, into Montreal, and he's been training with uh, with Mark Ramsey. So I'm really looking forward to this. Is his pro debut? He should probably destroy the guy, whoever he's going to be fighting, because uh, it's it's a highly awaited pro debut. So keep your eye out for uh, Moreno Fundero. I'll be looking out for him, definitely, hands down. Mbili, guys, you got to see this guy fight. He'll just he'll surprise you because he he he's got that he's, he's got that little bit of Mike Tyson in him. If you see him fight, he's got that that body right right to the body, then the uppercut right away. He's got the good left hook. He puts his combinations together. It's high pressure fighter, and he can finish the fight. So, Mbili, I'm liking him. Keep your eyes out for him. Again, guys, I want to say thanks again for coming out here, Boxing 101. Really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, you can make a little money on those those bets. I'm taking uh, Fendero, obviously. Mbili, yeah, I'm going to be taking him. I'll take uh, Claggett. I'm going to take Claggett. Steve at home. I like them. So uh, those are my three bets this week. Hopefully they come through. Guys, I hope you had a great long weekend. I certainly did this past weekend. Great. Hopefully the kids got to school safe. Everything's back to normal. And uh, I guess we'll see you on Friday, the Friday night panel with the rest of the team there. Myself, big uh, knuckle up Mikey or Grumpy Graham, uh, Big Lou, obviously, and the man himself, two-time heavyweight champion, Tim Witherspoon. All right, guys. So thanks again for the likes, the shares, and the subscriptions. They've been coming in. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. And have yourself a good week. Enjoy the fights this weekend out of Quebec. And uh, take care of yourselves. Like I always say, get better, not bitter. It's the only way to be. Have yourselves a nice week.